Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, October 21st, 2019, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Well, happy Monday, everybody. I pray that you all had a blessed weekend and that you did something to bring joy to yourself. I call it joy pampering. You know, those small, warm, fuzzy things that you do to give yourself a joyful experience. And, you know, it can be anything. It could be calling somebody that you haven't spoken with in a long time just to say I love you. It could be a bubble bath. I mean, how, when's the last time you took a bubble bath, right? Um, and, again, don't forget. You know, joy is something that you can bring into your life consistently every day, all day. But as women, it's important for us to take that breath, you know, to take that deep breath and remember that joy is something that we also are responsible for. While other people can bring us joy, our children, our family, we have to bring joy to ourselves. So very, very important to remember. So, again, this is a wonderful Monday. We're here in October, already in the midst of the fall season. A lot of changes are coming on with the weather, but as the changes are coming coming on, we must also remember that there are changes that we need to make in our business as well, changes in our marketing, changes in our daily activities, changes as CEOs of our companies. There are changes that need to take place. And keep in mind that change is very, very important. It's a good thing. And so I want you all to keep that in mind as we move forward and start making more things happen for ourselves for the rest of 2019 and moving into 2020. Now, as you all know, I am a big advocate for strategic planning. It's very important. You know, large corporations throughout the year usually have a strategy meeting every quarter, and they invite their managers, their vice presidents, and sometimes if the company is very large, different divisions will have strategic planning retreats at separate locations, and then they'll all come together so that they can keep on point and maintain the vision of the company and where the company is going. Microsoft is one such company, and I know Apple does the same thing. They bring all of their staff together after their retreats, and they make huge announcements on the products that are coming out for the season or the new year, Um, and there's a reason for it. There's a reason for strategic planning. And so, again, I want to encourage all of you that you must develop your business strategy for 2020, and now is the time to do it. Because we are women, we are, we are different beings, right? We, 
we have we share a lot of things in common. And one such thing is that usually during the holiday season, as women, we start gearing for family activities. If we have children, we start planning for children. Even if we have adult children, we start planning for activities. I know my daughter, uh, Ashley, who, by the way, is turning 30 years old on this Friday. Can you believe it? I mean, wow. Um, Many of you who are longtime listeners who've been members of Women About Biz for more than a decade, you guys probably remember Ashley, you know, when she was either in junior high school or high school. She's been working with me with Women About Biz ever since it started 20 years ago. So here she is now, a full-grown woman, headed to her 30 zone. She has her own business, and she continues to help me a lot with Women About Biz to this very day. So, again, I want to give a shout-out to my grown baby, Ashley. But, you know, again, it's so very, very important that we all remember that strategic planning is very, very key. And I don't want you guys to take this lightly because I find all too often the new year comes and I will, you know, sporadically call a lot of the members that I connect with all the time or that connect with me. Hey, did you start your strategic planning strategy? And a lot of them will say, oh, no, girl, you know, I didn't do that yet, but I'm going to do it. Here's some things that I want you to know about strategic planning that is pivotal, okay, very pivotal. If you do not plan your business strategy this year for next year, right, because we've got, what, two and a half months before the year is over, if you do not plan, then what happens is that it pushes you behind, and it could be 90 to 120 days before you can actually get anything going if you start in January trying to plan your strategy for that year. So it's very, very key. Now, while I recommend that you do, like, a 12-month strategic planning uh, session, I think it's also important that if you feel too overwhelmed with that 12 months, not quite sure where you're seeing yourself in a 12-month period, then back it up to six months. But 12 months is very important, and here's why. Because when you plan out things in a 12-month period, you can then break it down by quarter, then by month of what you should be doing. You can prioritize it, and then by weeks and days so that every day you are working and doing something towards your strategy and you have clarity. You know where you are going, okay? So that's why I recommend a 12-month strategy versus a six-month strategy or a three-month strategy. Now, with that said, within your business, there's always going to be throughout the year different things that you want to put in play, right? There may be something that you didn't know about or didn't think about when you created your annual strategy. And so as a result, this may be something that you develop a strategy around all by itself when you create a marketing campaign or what have you. That's a little bit different, right? Those types of things happen throughout the year. But overall for the business, it's important for you to know and to understand exactly what you should be doing for your business throughout the year. There are some recurring and consistent things that are very, very key. So I wanted to bring that up again because – it is important. Strategic planning is such a vital and pivotal part of being successful in business, and yet I don't even think 
40% of small business owners do strategic plans. And a lot of it has to do with the mindset. A lot of the times when you have individuals who have home-based businesses or small micro-based businesses, they, they feel that they are too small to do a lot of things. So what you have to really ask yourself is how big do I want to grow? Because if I'm 100% all in and I'm not going to put a cap or a limit on on how much I want to grow, then you have to buy into the to strategic planning because that's a part of growing your business. So, again, guys, pay close attention to that. For those of you um, that would like more information on strategic planning, go to womenaboutbiz.net. If you're not a member yet, go ahead and sign up for our free membership, and then you'll have access to our channels click on business growth and in the business growth section we've got some great articles on growing your business strategic planning how to evaluate your uh, your sales and marketing how to develop your strategy so again i really encourage you guys to go ahead if you have not already and sign up for the free membership at womenaboutbiz.net so that you can have access to all of our wonderful how-to articles, okay? Very, very key. want to also let you know some things that are going to be happening today in our agenda for Successful Woman Radio. So, of course, I'm going to be doing in shortly five questions of leadership and authority, more holiday marketing tips. Yep, yep, yep. You know, this is the holiday season. This is actually from about September through December is one of my favorite times of the year. Um, I really love the holiday season. I, I buy into anything where um, it focuses on joy, love, peace, everybody getting along, getting together. And this is something we should be doing all year long. But in the U.S., somewhere between the September and December time frame, there are a lot of different holidays that really focus on love, joy, peace, um, and the love of God. And I love that. And I embrace it and I join in on it. And I'm sure a lot of you do the exact same thing. Um, so this is a time of year where I really get into it. This is why I know that as, you know, as we move into that holiday season, why it's so very important to go ahead and plan. Now, one other thing that's going to be important, and of course, I'll be sharing some more holiday tips, but you also have to really plan your holiday campaign right now. I think I've been talking about this probably since about August of how important it is to go ahead and start planning your holiday campaign. Well, really, right now, people are already starting their holiday campaign. I'm even seeing people be creative and doing what they call their pre-Thanksgiving specials, right? Thanksgiving, yeah, is about, what, four weeks away? And so, again, people are already being creative and coming up with very, very unique ideas. I'm also going to be reading an excerpt for you today from one of my favorite books. I'm going to hold it up here. And for those of you who keep up with our book club and um, always take my suggestion in adding books, Letting Go of Your Bananas by Dr. Daniel T. Druven, that's D-R-U, B-I-N, again, Dr. Daniel T. Drubin, Letting Go of Your Bananas, one of my favorite, favorite books. I'm going to set the pace for it by kind of telling you what does that mean with letting go of your bananas. And then I want to uh, read, he has, instead of chapters, he calls his chapters keys. And so he has Probably, I would say, let me see how many keys does he have. He has 12 keys in this book. It's a short book. 
<laughs> and then you'll go back through. Uh, so I'm going to be reading, though, key number three, increase your resourcefulness. Um, what's important to you as you look at increasing things in your life, right? So I'm very, very excited about reading that. And then, of course, I'm really excited all this month. Our topic, our theme is marketing. You can't be in business without it. It's true. Um, you know, when I was reading the book by um, – Brian Tracy, and I think we went over this a few months ago, but I was reading the book, uh, No More Excuses. One of the things that he said in this book, uh, and he shared this, this short story about how he was spending all of this money in advertising, and he wasn't making any money, and he kept losing sales. It seemed like the more money he was spending in advertising, the more he was losing, and he really just buckled down and decided that he would really work hard on going back and connecting and calling prospects and customers himself and really focusing. And what he realized is that when he took 75% of his time and focused on marketing and sales, his business exploded, right? And that is what he recommends. And I embrace that. I have used that recommendation. I see the difference in my business. And so, again, I want you guys to also do the exact same thing. You may not realize why it's that important to spend so much time, but marketing is the cornerstone of your business, right? And as such, it's very, very important for you to realize that you have to make sure that it's at the forefront. Marketing and sales go hand in hand. While they are two separate types of methods, marketing is what's going to attract individuals to you, and sales, of course, takes over when that person knocks on your door and when they are then interested in what you have to offer. You definitely have to know how to look at their needs, how to look at their demands, their wants, their desires, and use that to close the sale, right? So two different things, but they work together, they go hand in hand, and one cannot do without the other. So today, I'm going to be talking about the truth of video marketing coming up uh, a little bit later on in the show. I'm going to talk about why it's so important for you to pay close attention to video marketing. I'm going to share a lot of things that are going to go that are going on with video today and why you are at the top of the curve and um, the curve is curving over and getting ready to go down, so you really need to jump on it and you really need to look at it, okay? So the truth about video marketing coming up shortly. Right now I'm going to go ahead and talk about the five questions of leadership and authority. Uh, you guys get your pen and notepads out. And for those of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, what you should know is that every Monday I on the show, I read five questions of leadership and authority. Now, it's the same questions, but what you need to understand is that we learn by repetitive Things. And so as I repeat these five questions and as you ask them of yourself, guess what happens? You begin to have multiple aha moments. You begin that your answers to these questions are going to be different at different times of the year depending on where you are in your business. So but let's go ahead and get right to it. Question number one, am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? Again, am I clear 
on my role as CEO of my company. And you guys know what I'm getting ready to mention. Where is your position description, okay? Because every CEO should have a position description that's telling them what they need to do. It's like, I'm my own boss, but who's bossing me, right? It's like you need to develop that position description so that it's a guide point for where you need to be leading your business. Here's number two. What are my business priorities? This is all about clarity, ladies, right? Um, you really need to know your business priorities. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I recommend hands down is that every Sunday evening, at the top of every week, every Sunday evening, you need to open up your calendar. You do have one, right? I hope so. You open up your calendar and you look at the activities you have scheduled in your calendar and you ask yourself, are these activities contributing to my goal or what it is I want to accomplish by weekend, which is usually Friday, right? You need to be asking yourself those questions. Very, very important. So what are your priorities? You know, marketing, sales, um, following up with prospects or clients, what is it? Number three, do I have a bird's eye view of the following areas? Well, let's talk about what a bird's eye view is. First of all, in the, in the business world, a bird's eye view of your business means that you are able to look at a document or you are able to look at a uh, something that you have online that, that contains all of your planning, and you're able to see what is going on in your company. Usually, there are reports from sales reports, marketing reports, how many leads came in, um, any issues going on, things that you may need to tweak, new campaigns coming up. You should have a bird's eye view of all of that. And if you don't, it's time that you do have that bird's eye view. Now, many of you know that I've always recommended that, you know, you can use something as simple as Google Calendar uh, to keep up with your activities and your tasks and your to-do items and things that you have. But those of you that are a little more techie, you might even want to get into a content, uh, not a content, I'm sorry, a customer manager system, okay, or better known as a CMS, our customer management system. That's where not only can you have all of the contacts listed in the database, but you can make notes on each one of them. You can keep up with leads being generated. Um, you can have a planning and to-do task. All of that is usually included in a CMS, okay? One of the CMSs that I really love that's very simple and, and uncomplicated is Capsule, C-A-P-S-U-L-E, Capsule. You guys look that up, Capsule.com. Another one that I really love and I've been using uh, for a long time is Insightly, I-N-S-I-G-H-T-L-Y. Insightly um, is a very, very good one for those individuals that are trying to generate leads. They're very project-driven. Uh, project um, they're needing to also send out emails to their leads, to their contacts. Um, you also want to have that good bird's-eye view, then Insightly can give you that as well. But, you know, again, it's not necessary for you to make things complicated. You know, you can stick to something that's very simple like Google Calendar, which, by the way, has a lot of features that most people don't even know about. So I definitely Definitely would, uh, definitely would recommend that you just go to YouTube, 
put into Google Calendar tutorial and, and look at the ways that people are actually using Google Calendar. Very, very important. But you need to start having that bird's eye view. It's just that important. Here's number four in the five questions of leadership and authority. Am I allowing my power team to work for me and helping me to execute my daily workflow? Now, I can't talk enough about developing a power team. A power team is just a support group of people. They don't have to be employees. They don't even have to be full-time contractors, right? But this is a group of individuals that you have been very proactive in developing. You have developed relationship with them. You have found people who can help you with your website, with graphic design, with all of those different things, right? And now you need to call upon them to help you. Now, having a power team or a support team of individuals shortens your learning curve, and it boosts your business and helps your business to grow faster. This is how most people get things done. The one thing that you'll find out is that when you're talking about generating a six-figure-plus income, you can no longer just depend on yourself to do everything. I know you might think that you are superwoman. You know, I think that sometimes. I think like, you know, I'm super bad. I can do a lot of things, right? Well, not so much anymore, right? Multitasking has ran its course with me, and so as a result, I have to use a lot of different people to help me do different things. And you know what? I had my epiphany, my aha moment, the time I started having a lot, of, lot more people help me with different things, no matter how minute I thought those things were, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is so easier, and things are moving faster. So, again, you know, that power team is very, very important. If you have a power team or if you have a support group of individuals, are you using them to really execute your daily workflow and making it happen for yourself? And then last but not least, number five, and five questions of leadership and authority is, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team. So number four and five really work hand in hand. While it's important to have that power team, listen, if you don't have a delegation system in place, a description for your task or your project, deadlines, accountability locked in, then it's very difficult to try to delegate or hand it off to someone else, right? And the last thing that you want to do is you want to abdicate it. You don't want to do that. That's the last thing you do not want to abdicate. Abdicate simply means to hand over without regards or concern or accountability, right? And it's a lot of that going on sometimes, and, and I see how it can happen because sometimes you can have so much on your plate, it feels so good to hand it over to somebody that you really don't realize it, but you're handing it over without accountability. And so you're just expecting for them to manage all of the follow-up, and, and often that does not happen, but a relationship with each member of your power team starts with you being responsible and you realizing that you have to have an accountability system. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. So there you have it, ladies, five questions of leadership and authority. 
take these questions, ask them of yourself as often as you need to, and watch how many aha moments you start having. Keep in mind, the answers that you give to these questions are going to be different throughout the year, right? And one of the things that's important is just don't give an answer and then not do something with it, because a lot of your answers are going to require you to go back to the drawing board and build a better foundation under your business. It's going to require you to start over on some things or to enhance some things. So please take action, okay? It's very, very key. It is about 12.40 after the hour of 12. I want to thank everyone for being here with me and listening to the Successful Woman radio show. For those of you that are new to the show, I just want to quickly tell you who we are and what we are all about. Successful Woman radio is all about providing women in business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, of course, generating the income that you desire. We are the flagship online radio show for the main website, womenaboutbiz.net, which is a personal and business development network. And so, again, we are so excited that you are here. We come on every Monday at 12 noon. If we're having technical difficulties, we'll send out a text and let everyone know that it's going to be a little bit later. But usually 12 noon Eastern every Monday, including holidays. So please mark that in your calendar set an alarm so that you are prepared and ready to listen to the show live. If you'd like to listen to previous broadcasts of Successful Woman Radio, there's a few ways that you can do that. If you have an iPhone, you can go to your podcast and search Successful Woman Radio, three separate words. When you find it, click on it as a favorite, add it, and then you'll get notifications when a new show has been added. If you have an Android phone, you can download the app Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. You can download the app Stitcher and look for Successful Woman Radio, again, three separate words. And when you find it, click the favorite button so that you mark it as your favorite. And again, you'll be notified on your cell phone, hey, that there is a new broadcast available for you to listen to. You can also listen to Successful Woman Radio by going to our main website at womenaboutbiz.net and clicking on podcast. And when you click on podcast, you can listen to all of our previous broadcasts for the radio show itself. So I hope that you guys um, will listen to some of these previous shows. And of course, if this is your first time during the month of October uh, listening to the radio show, then you might want to go back and start with October uh, with our same marketing, You Can't Be in Business Without It, and listen to the other broadcasts as well. Okay, so I want to go ahead and switch over to uh, reading an excerpt for you from our book club book, Letting Go of Your Bananas, one of my favorite, favorite books. You guys, I'm just going to let you know right now, you've got to have this book. you got to go and on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or Books a Million, whatever your favorite source is, go and get this book, Letting Go of Your Bananas by Dr. Daniel T. Drubin. I think everybody before the end of this year should be reading this book. So, I want to set the pace and tell you the basis of this book 
and what it is all about and what letting go of your bananas is all about, okay? So I'm just going to quickly read to you a few excerpts so that um, you know why I'm saying, you, you know, you need to read this book before the year end because it is all about really pulling your mindset together. It's really about you eliminating the negatives out of your life so that you can move forward. And you guys know I talk about it all the time. Really, one of the big pieces of you being successful as a businesswoman and as a woman in life in general it is all about mindset, and the one thing that I've learned about mindset is that we must work on our mindset daily. It's not something that we can just drop and let go or take a course here or there or read a book here and there. We must condition our minds every single day. So Dr. Drubin says, life is like a bunch of bananas. Some are good and some rotten. Letting Go of Your Bananas is a book that will help you identify the areas, situations, circumstances, and people in your life that you need to let go of. They represent the bananas that you are better off without. At the same time, you can select all of the positive bananas in your bunch and enjoy the sweetness they add to your life. Now, he says we each have a bunch of bananas. And each rotting banana in our bunch represents an area in our life where we are limited, settling, or just plain stuck. Perhaps we are stuck with old behaviors or false beliefs. Maybe our obstacles are very real or just vividly imagined. The bananas we hold on to may be of our own making or thrust upon us by others. What matters most is that each one of us clings to some things that prevent us from getting some of the things we want most in our lives. So this book is about your personal bunch of bananas and the things that you hold on to and the things that you hold back and limit your life. Consider the following. The following. At the very moment you decide to let go of your bananas and move beyond the barriers that hold you back, you can live the life of your dreams. The more people I meet, the more intrigued I become with the many ways people can overcome the obstacles. This is so very, very important. And so he gives the analogy of why he even named the book Letting Go of Your Bananas. And I want to quickly share that with you to set the pace. So he talks about the fact that in Africa, when they want to catch monkeys, one of the things that they will do is they'll put their favorite fruit, bananas, right? They'll put their favorite fruit in a tight bottleneck jar. So when the monkey puts his hands in the jar and holds on to the banana, and he tries to bring his hand back up out of the jar, what happens is that he doesn't realize that he has to angle his hands to bring get that banana out of there because it has that curvature. So as a result, he can't get the banana out. His hand can come out of the jar, right? But he can't get the banana out because he hasn't quite gotten about maneuvering the banana and bringing it straight up out of the jar working with that banana curvature. So as a result, the monkey holds on to the banana as though he's saying, well, I'm not going to let anybody else get this. So, therefore, I'm going to hold on to it. And so he begins to hold on to the banana and the jar, and he walks around with it. He climbs trees with it. It's in his way. And yet 
he can't do anything. So what happens is he begins, his hand begins to swell, his wrist swells, and he can't even pull his hand out of the jar. In the meantime, the banana has rotten. It's really turning dark, and he can't get it out, but now he can't even get his hands out. By the time he figures he wants to pull his hand out, it's too swollen to come out of the, the bottleneck jar. And this is how they trap monkeys, right? So this is an interesting analogy that Dr. Um, Drubin has thought of. And, and he says, just like the monkey letting his hand swell and put in the jar and holding on to the banana, he just won't give up, realizing he needs to make a change. Instead, what he does is he gets himself caught and trapped simply because he would not make the change. And he says humans are in the same way. We hold on to things too long, and as a result, they become rotten bananas in our lives, wrecking havoc back and forth. And these are things that we can't allow in our lives. So I just wanted to set the pace for you of this is what the book, Letting Go of Your Bananas, is all about. So I am going to read to you. Key number three. I'm just going to be skipping around um, for the rest of this month and next month with this book. Increase your resourcefulness. He said, letting go of your personal and professional bananas requires that you establish a clear set of priorities about what is important to you. Only when you are crystal clear about what you really want can you create a strategy that when followed will take you beyond any obstacles that lie in your path? Let's talk about that for a few minutes, right? He says, only when you are crystal clear about what you really want can you create a strategy that when, that when followed will take you beyond any obstacles. So we know that one of the first things that has to happen in order us for us to be satisfied, fulfilled, and clear on where we're going is that, you know, clarity is one of those things that we have that's about truthfulness. And that is the one thing that I have learned. You can't have clarity unless you're willing to be honest with yourself, unless you, you're willing to be truthful with yourself. And sometimes you can hold on to the wrong things when you have a feeling inside of you, a gut feeling that's telling you you need to let go of this person or you need to stop hanging around this environment or, you know, passionate or more fulfilled with. And we just hold on to things too long. And I'll let you guys know, I, I am guilty of that. I have held on to a lot of things. I've let a lot of things go, but I have held on to too many things in my life that when I look back, I can see why it wrecked havoc in my life. And one of the things that I realized is if you want to be successful, you have constantly, you constantly have to eliminate the rotten bananas in your life, right? And we're talking about people, places, and things, right? And sometimes you, you, that's the hardest truth of all. Sometimes you can be your own rotten banana. Can I get a witness? You can be in your own way so much so that you can't create success because you're in your own way. So you have to be very, very careful about that. And so, again, that's why the author says only when you are crystal clear about what you really want 
okay, can you create a strategy that when followed will take you so far beyond your own obstacles? He says prioritizing your desires allows you to focus your energy on the things that are most important to you to attain and move less important issues to the back burner. You know, this is one of those things that I talk about what my grandma used to share with me. You can't say yes to every good thing, right? So you have to move the things that are most important to you, closest to you, and the things that are not. You have to push those things further away. You can't say yes to every good thing. So prioritization is going to be key. Until you are prepared, he says, to identify the things that matter most to you at the expense of those that are not quite so important, you will remain stuck with a bunch of rotten and limiting bananas. Oh, my goodness, that's hard to take, right, ladies? That is so hard to take. You know, this concept of rotten bananas is so clear, right? Uh, how many of you have had bananas that you have bought at the grocery store? You bring them home. They are looking all nice and, and yellow, some but still haven't ripened yet, and so you let them sit there, and then you keep letting them sit there. You don't eat the bananas. You keep letting them sit there. They become ripe, and, and they're primed for eating, but you still let them just sit there. And then the next thing you know is you're seeing a lot of brown spots, and then you're seeing them get dark. And before you know it, you go back over to the fruit bin, and, oh, my goodness, you've got rotten bananas sitting there, right, and you haven't thrown them away. Why did you allow that to occur? The same thing occurs to people, places, or things in our lives. Our gut is telling us, mm-mm, girl, you better move away from that individual or, mm-mm, you don't need to date that guy or, mm-mm, you need to leave that alone or, no, this sounds exciting to add this in your business, but, you know, this is this is something you maybe need to evaluate a little bit better. And, and you're saying the right things to yourself from a self-taught perspective, but you ignore it in the conscious mind and you just keep letting it happen. And before you know it, you've got a bunch of rotten bananas in your life. Honey, let me tell you right now, rotten bananas will wreak havoc in your life. And I'm talking about the rotten things in your life. There, there might be many of you listening to this right now that have things that are actually rotting in your life, right? They, they are all the way rotten, but they're getting there. You need to recognize that right now and eliminate. Okay, very, very important. I want to go back and pick up where he says, until you are prepared to identify the things that matter most to you at the expense of those things that are not so important, you will remain stuck with a bunch of rotten bananas. Because a lot of the times as women, we do have this tendency to put anything, everybody, and everything in front of ourselves. And I contend that that is why. We have so many women that are experiencing stress and depression, dissatisfaction with life itself, because they, they, they've not loved themselves. You know, one of the things that I learned in Bible study is that God says, 
you know, uh, in the Ten Commandments, to love thy neighbor as thyself. Do you notice that he he puts you in front of the neighbor? He says you you have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. So sometimes we confuse that. Sometimes we confuse that and we twist it around and say, you know, love thy love thy neighbor before you love thyself. And that is not what God intended. Why? Because He created us with an innate ability to love ourselves. And loving ourselves is doing what's best for ourselves, doing what's best for us. And we have an internal spirit that guides us. That gut instinct is there for a reason. And we go against it a lot. I know as women, we go against it a lot, right? Can I get a witness to that? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? And so we have to be very, very careful. But girl, listen, you've got to start saying, what's priority to me? What is it that I want out of life? And not be scared to embrace that. Not be scared to say what it is that you want. You stop being scared of that. You stop having fear of not going after what it is that you want. you got to have a dose of courage. And in the words of Les Brown, in order for you to have what you want, you got to be hungry, girl. you got to be hungry enough to go after it and eliminate the rotten bananas in your life. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you today that this book will help set many of you free because it is really all about getting rid of all of those things that you know you need to eliminate anyway. He says, once you know exactly what you want, the only thing that stands in your way is how are you going to get it. This is where your level of personal resourcefulness comes in. To get from where you are right now to wherever you want to be, you must create a burning desire that fuels your every move. This internal fire has to be fueled by passion in order for you to achieve greatness in your life. Now, let me just add a note here. While passion won't pay the bills, you need to understand that. Okay, let's, let's don't get it twisted. He's saying that you need passion, but I want to add to that. Passion does not pay the bills, but you need passion in order to be successful at anything. Trying to be successful at something that you have no drive, no will, no motivation, no self-encouragement, oh, my gosh, it's, it, is like, it is like walking up a mountain and continuously sliding down, never able to get to the top. So that passion is what you need to drive you to the top of where you're trying to go. Okay, very important. He says this internal fire has to be fueled by passion in order for you to achieve greatness in your life and blast through your personal barriers. People who are passionate about what they want will always find the personal resolve to overcome any obstacle. And this is one of the things that I've learned about passion. When you find yourself complaining about anything and everything that has to do with your business or creating success in your life, I'm sorry, you're not passionate about it. Mm-mm. Because when you want something, you go get it. Now, how many of you know I'm telling the truth about that, right? When you really, really want something, you find a way to actually have it, right? And 
that is so true with, uh, for us as women. When we're in a department store, when we're shopping at the mall, when we're shopping online, when we see something that we really, really want, we'll sacrifice to get it. Am I right or wrong about that, ladies? Tell me. You know what I'm talking about. And so this is key because this is a very, very special aha moment for many of you to understand that when you're in business, stop complaining. I don't have the money. I don't have money to hire a web designer. I don't have, uh-uh. No, 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 no. When you are passionate about your business, you realize that you are in total control. You realize that money don't make you honey. You make it, right? That's what you realize. Money don't make you. You make it. When you're passionate about your business, you don't let things hold you back. Just like when we go in that department store and, and we, we will sacrifice whatever we have to sacrifice to get what we want, well, guess what? When you're in business, you have to have passion enough to sacrifice enough of what you want to get it, to drive yourself, to make it happen. And yet you have to sacrifice because you birthed that business. You're responsible for that business. That's just like when we birth a child. You, you automatically know that when you birth a child, you're, it's all about sacrifice. You are sacrificing your wants and your needs and your desires a lot of time to make sure that your children have what they want, have what they need, right? Well, here's what you need to understand. It's time for you to put you first. It's time for you to understand that in order for you to have clarity about what it is that you want, you first have to eliminate those rotten bananas and those things in your life that you are giving a lot of your time to, right, that are really not contributing to what it is that you really want. You cannot say yes to every good thing. Getting what you want makes it necessary, he says, for you to think beyond the obvious. The obvious has created the life you presently lead with a bunch of bananas you presently hold. To enjoy a better life, a life free of all barriers, you must be prepared to think beyond the obvious. The life you have right now is the result of your thoughts, actions, and emotions. In order for you to go beyond your present state, you must think, act, and feel on a totally different level. You cannot improve your life by doing more of those things that created the life you presently have. Ooh, that means you must make a change, right? Remember I mentioned that at the beginning of the show with the change of the season. We also must be making changes. Let me go back here because this is something worth repeating. He says you cannot improve your life by doing more of those things that created the life that you presently have. Something has to change, and change is your friend, even though change is going to be uncomfortable. He says, barrier busters understand that cannot merely think of which their way beyond their barriers. They recognize that because ego and intellect are always present, those factors alone can keep people stuck behind their barriers, clinging to a bunch of rotten bananas. Wow. Right? So, listen, there's a place. Some things have to happen um, in your life in order for you 
to create more success this year and moving into 2020, some things have to change for you mindset-wise. The author of Letting Go of Your Bananas say, hey, you cannot keep doing the same thing that you are doing in your present life and expect a different result moving forward. It's just not going to happen, right? And so you need to make some changes. And so, girl, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you that change is inevitable. There are some things that need to be removed from your life. There are some things that need to be happening that need that you need to be doing. And you can't, I would say, don't wait another darn day to make some changes. Start making them now. Write them out. Hey, you've got rotten people, places, and things in your life. You need to make some decisions, and holding on to that banana is going to do nothing but swell up your mind and cause you to hold on to things that you can't let go of because your mindset is swollen. Just like those monkeys' hands get swollen in that jar and they can't pull their hands from that jar so they get trapped and caught, your mindset is going to be swollen. Okay, and you will not be able to release your mind or release that that thing, that person, okay, that environment out of your mind. So I'm here to tell you, you've got to let go and eliminate the negative things in your life so that you can add the things that are most important to you. And then you begin to have clarity, right? That's how you begin to get clarity. I want to, again, recommend all of you to put Letting Go of Your Bananas by Dr. Daniel T. Drubin in your success success library. You do have one, right? Right, right. Yeah, you got it. You got a success library, books and audios and different things that you can put your hands on that continuously will keep your mind in a state of positive movement, right? Very, very important. Okay, I want to go ahead right now and get right to our topic. The truth about video marketing. But first, I want to share a statistic to you, uh, with you, that I found that I thought was very, very important. And this statistic came from Tubular Insights, okay? Tubular Insights. And they give a lot of statistics on videos and what's happening in the world of videos. Okay, the statistic says, and this is interesting. 51% of marketing professionals worldwide name video as the type of content with the best return on investment. Huh, wow. Marketers who use video grow their revenue, y'all ready for this, 49% faster than non-video users. Let me repeat that because this is really key. Marketers who use video grow revenue 49% faster than non-video users. 64% of consumers make a purchase after watching branded social videos. And they have also proven that people share videos at a rapid pace, sometimes 75% faster than they share any other type of information, whether it's printed information, word of mouth, calling people, saying, hey, you need to check this out. They're saying they share videos 75% faster. That's incredible, right? So I wanted to talk about as we look at our whole overall theme, marketing, you can't be in business without it. 
I have been sharing different facets of marketing, and today I thought it would be great to talk about the truth about video marketing and what you need to understand about it. I got a lot of my resources from a wonderful article I read in Black Enterprise Magazine entitled Video Marketing Truth Every Small Business Owner Ought to Know. And this this article, I kept reading it over and over. I couldn't believe the statistics. I was like, oh, my gosh, I do video, but I've got to increase video, okay? This is very, very key. So here's one of the things that uh, the article talks about is that 92% of mobile video watchers shared the content they consume, okay? This is so incredible, right? How many people have you actually sent a video to or shared it on your post or what have you simply because you actually liked the video itself. So, again, not only does video give you extra ammunition, it says, for social media networking, but it increases the time on the page, right, where somebody may see writing and they may read, like, the first one or two paragraphs of of an article or what have you, the video causes them to stay connected because, Outside of seeing someone personally face-to-face, the video is the next best thing to creating the relationship they get to see you. Like many of you who are on the Facebook Live, actually, you know, you can see the background of my home office. You can see me. You see that I'm real. Video makes it real. And remember, people purchase and buy from whom they can like and trust. And that's what video actually does. So small businesses using video can can really incredibly boost their business and increase their sales exponentially. You can see a lot of results. So I'm going to tell you guys a few secrets and things that I discovered uh, about YouTube, a lot of different things that you are going to have an aha moment about. So get your pen and your notepad out because you know, um, this is a show. I can't go back over a whole lot of stuff. So you guys got to keep up with the pace, right? Okay, so one of the things that you need to know and understand is that when you create engaging type videos, they not only boost your sales, okay, but they also can have a huge impact in social media on people following you. They can help you to better brand yourself. And here's one of the biggest things that I really love. Videos, when you are the one that's actually doing the video, it can help you to be the competitive edge that you need over others who are doing similar to the same things you are. Wow. Huh? Yeah. That's absolutely incredible. I just got a text. Let me see. People are texting me, guys. Okay, so Sherry out of New Jersey. Hey, Sherry. Sherry's one of our longtime listeners. She says, Trina, you are so right. I did a video the other day, and I have so far over 300 people that have viewed the video, and all of a sudden I opened up my Facebook, and I see that I have over 40 people requesting to be my friend, and I know that it has a lot to do with that video that I did. Okay, so she's absolutely right. You know, you can see a lot of results with videos, and I'm going to, you know, again, I want to get through some of these truths about video that you need to know and understand, but so the first truth about video is that you need to know that videos allow 
people to engage with you, and it helps people to create that familiar trust with you faster than anything else outside of meeting you one-on-one, okay? You also need to know that video does these three things, okay? Video helps you to be the competitive edge in your business. Video will help you to have a lot of followers on the, on, on the Internet and in social media platforms, right? And video will also increase the amount of time people are staying connected to you because they're gonna, they want to watch. They want to watch the video all the way through. Case in point, um, I haven't been able to do Successful Woman Radio via Facebook for the last few Mondays because I've had this crazy eye allergy that literally was swelling up my eyes and I was seeing blurry, so I was only having to do uh, only able to do the radio show via blog talk platform. And so as a result, right, as a result, um, I saw some changes because I all of a sudden on the blue started having, like, people connect with me on Facebook that I didn't know. Uh, I had people asking me for consultations that I didn't know, and I realized, oh, my gosh, this is coming from them, seeing repeats of
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.